Welcome to Birmingham Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Well, if you listened to last week's episode and noticed that there seemed like there was kind of a weird spot, and then my dad said something that sounded like it was out of nowhere, and then there was kind of another silence, I must say... I made my first major audio flub and accidentally cut two statements of my own audio. (laughs) So now that we have that behind us, and there's like way too much. Actually, I didn't even have my original audio that I could have redone it and re-uploaded. So So I'm going to claim that at all times in the future when I make random statements out of nowhere. (laughs) Cassidy messed something up. She took me out of context. Yep. Out of context. Is that how, hey, the context is how the uh, media explains all of uh, our government's lies to us. It just says it's lacking context. Right, and politicians always, when they get caught in some bizarre statement, they'll say, I was taken out of context. Or if you're a Supreme Court nominee, you can say you don't understand what the question of of what a woman is in context. I'm sorry, I'm not a biologist. She she actually said, I can't answer it in this context. Yes. In the world of men and women, there's your context. What is a woman? Someone with XX chromosomes. Did you listen to Knowles today? I do not listen to him. He actually had on a just a snotty liberal to have that debate over why it was okay for her to give that answer that she didn't know what a woman was. They agreed to be on his show and do that? Yep. They probably lost. Depends on whether you're a conservative or a liberal. I guarantee you nobody's mind was changed. Well, even the Army recognizes the difference in men and women, or has been, even though they tried not to. Even though they put out all their woke, like, you know, messaging and recruitment videos, they find, they've been trying to redo their physical fitness test for some time now. The old test was just purely push-ups, sit-ups, two-mile run, and the requirements were based on your age and gender. And so they had a couple of reasons for wanting to do a new test. They're calling it the Army Combat Fitness Test. And it was supposed to be more representative of like the overall skills and strengths you would need for combat. And then also, one of the other purposes was to get rid of the age and gender requirements and make one requirement. Because the idea being, if you're a soldier, you're a soldier and you're going to have to do these things no matter what your age or your gender is you have to be able to perform in duty and however they made this new test and then way too many people were failing it and one of the things that really was an issue was a leg tuck which where you hang on this bar and then we like tuck your legs up into and it's supposed to be like a core strength thing but almost none of the women could do it and so their part of their solution for that was replacing the leg tuck with a, just a plank. And the quote is uh, on their reasoning was based on analysis of observed observed test data. So they just of, of what the old test data showed, I guess. The army determined that the plank simply provides a more accurate measure of core strength for all soldiers. The Rand independent study 
observed that the leg tuck was not an accurate predictor of core strength for all soldiers, as it required a minimum prerequisite upper body strength that made it impossible to measure core strength across all soldiers commensurately. So women uh, didn't have enough upper body strength, so they couldn't measure their core that, strength. That's what I was going to say. This misses another point. It, I, it may not be demonstrating core strength, but it is demonstrating they lack strength. upper body strength because <laughs> the whole point was that they can't hang on and support their own weight so that they can draw their legs up. So this is just another example of where men make better women than <laughs> women do because trans men are great at tucking. <laughs> oh. Or trans women are great at tucking. In several oh, ways. No. They could do it. Yeah. Hey, you know what this reminds me of, though? Do you, do you ever see some of these videos where the you know the gang of young people are down at the at the creek or the the pond or whatever and they've got their rope and they're going to grab the rope and swing out and oh, swing yeah. up yeah i've seen a bunch of those and i'm always looking at this female who's you know i don't know 60 70 pounds overweight she's obviously never done oh, anything gosh, physical yes. in her life and it's you're going don't hilarious. you don't do it you're just as soon as you swing out there you can't hold your own weight go you're just going to drop yeah. like a sack of potatoes on the creek bank, and sure enough, that's what they always do. They always end up eating it <laughs> because they can't support their own weight. But even worse than that reasoning, at least they're still testing core strength there, was their answer, the Army's answer on their on the, um, the FAQ portion of the website on why they added in the age and the different age and gender requirements. And this is what I mean between even they can answer kind of like what is a woman right because the quote their answer was the army determined that a general fitness test best supports the army's efforts to sustain a fit and ready force foster a fitness culture and ensure fairness across the force as a general fitness test an age and gender performance normed scale more accurately assesses individual physical fitness age and gender neutral standards fail to account for physiological differences between people of varied ages and genders. Norming for age and gender provides a more tailored assessment of an individual's general level of physical fitness. So So, where it says points up at the top, that's age? um, So no, there's minimum. So you, for each, there are five, one, two, three, six tests or six different things you have to do, you're evaluated on. And you have to at least hit the minimum, which if you get the minimum in that portion of the test, you get 60 points. And then there's a maximum amount of points you can get. And then overall, you so you have to get at least the minimum on, so across the board. So for example. And then total, you have to collect a total number of points if a, overall. If a, if a male in my age category does a, ma- does a deadlift of 230 pounds, they get a maximum point of 100 points. You, if they, that's, get a, that's the if max, they do a that's, minimum deadlift yeah. of 140 pounds, they would get 60 points. Correct. But if you did the minimum across the board, then you wouldn't get the total number of required Oh, points. I see. So the age scale up at the top is unlabeled. I'm just supposed to assume it's age. No, there is an age. Oh, correct. It doesn't say yes. age it doesn't anywhere. Say it doesn't say age. I was confused. Right. I saw points and I was like, this and no I will, points I will say I did notice... Okay. I did notice that compared to their old standards, it does seem that they have flattened the curve, so to speak. So the differences across age and gender is at least a little bit. But I'm still, mine, okay, the ones that really get me are that the minimum for the push-ups is 10, no matter what your age and gender is. Hmm. 10 push-ups. That's crazy. Also, 
11 the two miles the two mile no one is required to do more than 11 minute miles no matter what your age and gender is that you could fast walk that <laughs> and though it's the minimum requirements to uh, be defending our nation yeah i don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to say they sit in tanks now and fly drones from trailers in the desert. I did I did say to Cole, because he was quite passionate about all of this, I did say, you know, not everybody in the army is out actually in, you know, combat. I would so say there not are that a lot many of, of them. Yeah, I would say what proportion, of, what proportion roles. of them are actually, yeah. yeah. But still. Well... I, I can't wait. I really hope that at some point when um, Action Jackson um, gets on the Supreme Court that a case involving this and the females involved in it has to go to the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. She'll have to she'll have to remove herself. Because she doesn't know what yeah, a woman is. Yeah, because she doesn't is, know what a woman so. is. You want to know on this same kind of topic that really got me was I am in this like coaching thing right now um and one of the other it's a running thing and one of the other woman is running the new york city marathon and i was looking at the new york city marathon and they have require like time requirements to to get an automatic qualification or automatic entry and they have a separate categories for men women and for non-binary and guess what the Time requirements are for the non-binary. The women's. The women's. They're the same as the women's. And that irked me. Yeah, why not make them the men's? They should be the men's. If you're going to have that category, they should be the men's. Well, that's what, when you first asked that question, I thought, well, it should be the men's. But then I paused and thought, no, it should be the men's, but it will be the women's. Yeah. Then why not just... As a man, say you're non-binary. Exactly. If you can't make the men's time, yeah, you, you just, just be like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm non-binary. non-binary. Look, I'm in. I, um, you know, the question that, uh, you know, this question obviously was given to um, Katanji Jackson about, uh, you know, what is a woman? And she didn't answer it, but which is really silly because 50% of the reason we were told that you were nominated was because you're a woman. Oh, that is a good but point. But what I really want to ask is not her that question. I want to ask, I want a reporter to ask Joe Biden, how, how was he able to appoint her? Yeah, how'd you know that she how'd was she a know woman? was a woman? You're how a did you know that Katanji Jackson was a woman? I, I want, I mean, I, on what basis did you decide that Katanji Jackson was a woman? Because also, is her probably his answer would be because she says she is. I no Joe Joe be, Biden's answer would be brutally honest because uh, she has breast and she looks like a woman. Her hair and smells and, nice. Yeah. Well, and, unless he is trained well enough to listen to the people in his ear, but is her not is her saying that I'm not a biologist not also admitting that it has to do with biology? And it's not just it would this be. thing that we feel. It, yes, it would be that um, po- politicians don't get to decide what a male and female is. Uh, th- that's a biological, scientific question. Ah, and since the beginning of be time, saying, I'm not a psychologist. Yeah. Instead, because it's all about what determine. you think. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a psychologist. What you feel and think. Well, I'm not, but I'm not brain dead either. No, I'm not a psychologist, but I know that you're clinically insane. 
it just shows to me that you're and you're not stupid, obviously. I mean, good grief. You have an undergraduate and graduate degree from Harvard University. Regardless of what you think about Harvard University, you're not an idiot. You're just grossly dishonest. So why would I, why would you, should, I don't know how she can be on the Supreme Court when she's e- either grossly dishonest or really stupid. Well, I don't think, no, I think that there's an in-between. I think there are people who are book smart and delusional. I really do. Right. But the delusion so is a level of dishonesty. Reality. The, 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 yeah, I mean, it is. She's being dishonest with herself. You know, and I, and I get, I'm a little tired of the whole, the whole idea about, um, the requirements, the qualifications to be on the Supreme Court. Do you know what the qualifications are for the Supreme Court? Absolutely zero. No. You no, you do no. not have to be a lawyer. You do not have to ever sit as, as a judge. You do not even have to be a U.S. citizen, according to the Constitution. There are no legal legislative guidelines for the qualifications of a Supreme Court justice. Even to be the, uh, what do they call the chair guy, the chairperson of the Supreme Court? The chief, chief justice. Chief justice. You do not have, there's no requirement to have ever been a previous justice. You can you simply. You don't even have to have a brain. Because Roberts is it right now. <laughs> and, yeah, there's a lot of problems with all of this. Well, I don't know about his brain, but he definitely has no backbone. That's, yeah, I'll go with that. You don't have to have a spine. Born without a spine. Well, what next complete, what uh, completely oh, we aggravating can still, topic? We can still talk about affirmative action Jackson if you want to talk about her. Uh, pedophiles? Yeah, her and uh, pedophiles and child pornography and always sentencing under the minimum guidelines also We're... sentencing under the uh, recommendation of the prosecutors after they've been found guilty it's insane how wonderful were ted cruz's big old boards big old big old poster boards shows the percentages they were pretty hilarious 88 like, percent less than yeah. the less than the recommended sentence from the prosecutor also like when she's like i have never uh, whatever I don't know anything about critical race theory or whatever literally pulls up big old poster board with a qu- her a quote. quotation <laughs> that says critical race theory well that's a great that she it? uses critical race theory <laughs> yeah in determining sentencing she's yeah, her yeah. own statement that that's a part of the factoring into sentencing is critical race theory. And she we, wasn't even saying that she thinks it should be taught she wants she puts it into action affirmative action oh. It just shows the disingenuous because they say that, you know, critical race theory is not being taught in our public schools. That's a law school thing. And she's obviously been to law school. And yet she stands there and sits there and claims that she doesn't know anything about critical race theory. So which is it? Well, you know, as I've heard a few people pointing out um, lately that this what we call hypocrisy is not hypocrisy. That is the system. They, they, you know, the left can do or say anything and they can't be held accountable for it. That's not a, a hypocritical thing. That's by design. It's designed with double standards. It's, yeah, it's. Cade, you uh, said nobody's threatening you to cut your hair that's getting really long, but it looks like it's making your headphones uncomfortable. No. By the way that you keep. No, it's extra cushions. Since we're, <laughs> since we're on the topic of uh, law and the justices. I Cade made a really interesting, I thought, very good comment to me the other day about precedent. You want to share that? Oh, Cade looks Cade yeah. looks surprised that yeah, he I do. made a no. I remember good it now. Comment. I remember it now. I'm just kidding. It's a very simple. I, mean, I said something a, good. It's a very simple concept. I'm tired of them talking about precedent. 
and ruling based off of precedent. Because if we ruled off of precedent, slavery would still exist. But here, here's another. Yeah. When I make harnesses, electrical harnesses, and there's multiple wires in the harness, to make sure they're all the same length, I cut the piece of wire to the length I, you know, the desired length. Then I pull more wire off the spool and I cut it to length based off the first one. Then I take the one I just cut, set it down, and I base my next cut off the original wire. Because if I didn't, if I cut one ever so slightly longer, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But if I continued to then use the one that was off a little bit to base and cut the next one, eventually by the time I'm done cutting wires, I could have one that is a completely different length than the original. And that's the problem with ruling on precedent is that we're getting further and further away with each decision instead of basing decisions off the original. That's just error accumulation. Yes. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I don't know how any self-respecting judge sits there and looks at... Um, what they know is a bad ruling and then say, well, I have to, I have to follow it because it's precedent when they can go back to the original law and know that it's not in agreement with the original law. I don't, I just don't know. It's okay to say that they were wrong. Say they were wrong. Yeah. You say I, on, 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 uh, well, you go back to the original law and say, Abortion here's, here's what the law says. And this is where I believe that they've misinterpreted it. Therefore I'm making this ruling based on the original law. Okay, well, Kate, you just said, all I have to do is say, like, on abortion, they were wrong, which, yes, this is true, they were wrong. But if you don't want to go that far, you wouldn't even have to go that far. You could just say, knowing what we know now, that they made a completely arbitrary thing about trimesters and fetal development. Can we say that the science has changed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't mean to belabor this point, but I... Right to life is one of the most fundamental rights that we have, you know, from our declaration, rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If we can't defend life as a lawyer, as a judge, then what are you going to do? And when you can't tell me what a life is or when it starts, how are you going to protect one of our absolute most basic fundamental rights that we have by law? That also defeats your own purpose when she answered that, she doesn't know when life begins because if you don't know then you're basically saying that there's a possibility it could start at conception and if so right. then we're murdering hundreds of thousands of babies yeah. every year and i don't if think you, and, oh well i didn't I know like is an walsh, excuse but if you do matt walsh's example which i like analogy is like it's like throwing a hand grenade into a room without knowing if there's anyone in there or not <laughs> right so you don't do it they, the, yeah. the, you err on the side of caution. We could, since we don't, since we are going to say, I mean, I know when life begins, but if you're going to say, I don't know when life begins, then err on the side of caution. And since you're, I don't know, yeah. let's not take the chance that we're killing people. Yeah, the rule of law is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Why shouldn't it also be life until proven not to be life? And I, I, if you can't disprove that it's life, Err on the side of life. Err on the side of, you know, just like we err on the side of innocence, err on the side of life. I actually thought about tech, uh, emailing like Cruz or Josh Hawley or one of these people and asking, and, and asking them to phrase the question this way. Start off by asking them about their understanding of life being one of our most fundamental guaranteed rights. Um, and once they ad admit to it, 
then say, okay, um, it applies to human life. Uh, these are two humans creating this life. It's alive. It's human. It's alive because the cells are, are replicating and, and multiplying and dividing. And it's, you know, tell me how it's not human life. Right. I think somebody did start off asking about the right to life in general. And then, but they didn't go into, tell, they didn't say, then they asked, when does life begin? They didn't say. I, don't, I, then, I, I defy anybody she... to tell me that a baby that at conception, it's not a human life. It's two humans creating it. It's not a chimpanzee and a dog. It's two humans. Therefore, it's human. And it is alive by definition. Did and you it is uniquely, had her own unique religious DNA. beliefs. Yeah, but she didn't expand on she it. She had her she own religious beliefs about she it, she but would. she sets them aside to make legal decisions because it's not the law. Then you don't have a religious belief, right? Because in fact, law is your based religious on... beliefs are protected by the law. You should be able to use them in a decision like that. You should be able to. No, and not also, in determining whether in determining whether saying, or not it's life. Yeah, I don't remember God saying, saying like, yeah. "Oh, well, if it's the law, I mean, then yeah, kill babies." <laughs> All of our laws are based on a morality that comes from religion. And in this country, well, that's, that's Christian. It has been, for the most part. Yeah, it used to be. Now it's progressivism, and it is um, their religion. Yeah, it's still religion. Speaking of progressivism, I heard, um, I don't remember if it came from him originally, I doubt it, but today on Pat Gray, he said, progressives are patient communists. Progressives are just patient communists. Communists seek the same goal, but through quicker, through violent revolution. And progressives just slowly eat away at the culture, but their end goal is the same thing. Progressives are patient communists. They're just slowly progressing toward it instead of, you know, starting a war. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the point. Um, and maybe it's splitting hairs. I haven't thought about it a lot. I don't know whether I think progressives are the same as communists the progressives as we're seeing it now um i don't i don't necessarily agree with that i mean there's there's the textbook definition of communism and then there's the practice of communism um the textbook you know definition of communism is that we would all both there would be no up upper and middle class lower class you know socioeconomics um, but that's the textbook. The, the reality is, is that there is there's a there isn't a, a upper ruling elite class and then there's a lower class and the gap between them is huge. Yeah. But I mean, we all know that textbook communism doesn't exist. Right. Right. Because progressivism is exactly or is similar to what I just described as the reality of communism. You have this elite upper ruling class and then you have this huge gap down to the lower worker dregs of the rest of us. Hey, that sounds like what they want to set up in the Great Reset. It is what they want to set up in the Great Reset. You heard the CEO of BlackRock. I see it's in your notes. Yep. They just say it now. I mean, Biden there's said it no first. no hiding it. No, Biden at first, he said, well, there's going to be a new world order and we need at to make he sure thinks, that we're At in. least he says we're going to be in charge. Well, except for that nobody in their right mind thinks if there was actually a new world order that Joe yeah. Biden would be in charge of it. Good <laughs> grief. He's not in, con- in charge of anything he does throughout his entire day, let alone the new world order. But anyway, what they want to explain quote? what the CEO of BlackRock said. Yeah, yeah. Who has the quote? It's in the notes. Yeah, what happened to it? He said... 
He said, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we are asking companies. You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's, I, I heard this um, to go along with this. For example, um, BlackRock is the largest asset manager management group in the world. Um, Conservative estimates are ten trillion dollars well, in assets. Between BlackRock, um, what is it? Something Street. Uh, something Street. I don't forget. The, I had it written down somewhere. Sesame. No, and and uh, Vanguard. They um, control twenty trillion dollars in assets. And what they do, for example, they've gone in and like taken over. Like they they've like replaced three you know board members. Um, like an Exxon Mobil, and then they bring power to bear, uh, you know, through their voting because they get all these votes. Like if I'm if if I have things invested in BlackRock, which I'm sure I, I well I know I do, um, then they get my they my proxy vote and all these things, and they vote to change board members and stuff in different companies that they're invested in. And then like for Exxon Mobil, they said you know based on this ESG stuff, there are Certain, we want to see the reduction of oil and gas exploration, so we're going to set we, – we, we don't want these um, oil exploration projects to, to go forward. So they don't because they're worried about ESG. But it's not like those projects go uncarried un out. Then you just have PetroChina goes and they pick up those same projects. And rather than us benefiting from them, now China is benefiting from them. And that's how BlackRock is working to restructure, you know, influence, if you will, power around the world. State Street is what State you have Street, written. yes. Yeah, these are the people that rule your lives, whether you know it or not. They're unelected and they're in control, the board members of these things. It's... Right. They, they, and, and so, it's terrifying. So from that, the U, U.S. develops less oil and our prices go up while China goes and they develop those same projects that we would have developed. And we're the ones who end up not only paying for it with our, you know, our investment. They're using our money back against us. They've used our money, which is invested in all these asset management accounts. They use our money to, to um, you know, change board members and influence policy and all this. And that policy ends up coming back and hurting us, the people who are whose money they're using. And our government's answer is not to increase the supply of oil, but to send out stimulus checks and gas cards to help with the gas prices. Right. <laughs> If that's what they want to right, do, if they're and that's what they're talking about, uh, and actually they call it even a rebate. Well, there's no rebate because we haven't paid anything in. Let's let's we're we're not going to redefine the language that much. Um, let's call them inflation bucks. <laughs> that's exactly what they are. Can you? That's, this is exactly where we're at with inflation. Why we got here? You're going to send out stimulus checks, or else you're going to send out um, gas cards, and it's that's just more inflation. And not only that, you're telling us you want us to use. You're making it clear you want us to use less oil, and then you're going to go give us money to inflate. Cause inflation, and so that we can go use more right. oil. Yeah, we're just going to increase demand and not the supply. And anybody actually, that doesn't that. see what's going on, this is what's so frustrating: is half the country at least doesn't understand this, and it's so 
blatantly, just in your face, we are here to destroy the world as you Did know you it. Did you say half? At least half, I said. Yeah, because it's, it's way less than half that understand this. Nobody even thinks about, I mean, no one even thinks about inflation. No one thinks about the interest rates. No one thinks about the overall total uh, national debt. It's like it doesn't exist. It's it's at this point they are all made up numbers, so it's hard to explain. Well, it's really unfortunate because the world, the U.S. is going to lose its dominance as the U.S. Um, you know the the world currency. Um, it's going to people are going to start doing business in other in, in other um, currencies. Uh, they're going to feel that they're feeling the the inflation. Um, interest rates are absolutely have already started to go up a little bit and they're going to go up a lot more. I heard an, in, an interesting number the other day for every 1% that the Fed raises the interest rate over a 30 year period, it will increase our debt by $30 trillion. That then, and that is the equivalent of adding a, a new military. Cause that, that, that is the, that is the cost of our military budget. Our, you know, in our budget, that's what it costs to fund our military. So that's like adding a whole new military to our country and funding it. So 1% every 30 years raises your, our debt that we have to pay $30 trillion. Because you're servicing the debt. And when the interest goes up, you have to pay more on the debt that you're servicing. So people are going to get a rude wake-up call and people are going to be aware of it. Whether they understand what happened or not. Um, people are going to find out about it the hard way. Buy emergency food. Uh, that's one. Of, that, There's going to be a total economic collapse. There's no other. Well, like a great reset. Well. You know? <laughs> 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 well, let's 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 from that go into um, this question about. Uh, I would say yes, unless. Something really significant can happen in the 2022 uh, congressional election. Um, but then the question I keep going back to is, can we trust that it's going to be a fair election? Because as blatant as the left is being about this, they don't seem to be worried about any kind of pushback at the election. I mean, they're, they're just telling telling the Americans that we don't, you know, gender doesn't mean anything. Biology doesn't mean anything. Everybody knows it's just insane, but they're doing it anyways, and that just makes me think they're not worried about the election. They, they've got it handled. However the votes actually come in, they've got it handled that they're going to come out on top, um, which goes into this uh, interview I saw with this Michael Gableman, who was at one time a sitting Supreme Court justice in the state of Wisconsin, and he has now been tasked with getting to the bottom of what went on in Wisconsin in the 2020 presidential election. And it is, he, he said it was just one sh horrifying shock after another as he dug into real, it. Real quick, I want to go back to that, but before we get too far away from it, would you say then that the reason why we've seen COVID basically disappear is not to affect the vote because they know they already have that under control, but to affect like civil uprisings because it was getting dangerously close to that. I mean, seeing what happened in Canada. I don't know. That's a good question. We had planned. I wonder if it didn't even have anything to do with the vote. If they're like, well, we have the vote, but we're about to make these people violent. So at least let's back off on the thing that's making people violent. So maybe it wasn't about the vote at all. 
It was about actual in the street protests. Because if you're saying they weren't worried about the vote, then why back off on COVID? Well, it's my concern that they're not worried about the vote. Otherwise, why are they I agree being with so you, outrageously, you know, per- yes. um, I don't know. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Maybe. They, they're they they're okay with the vote, but they're not okay with having to fight back um, protests. Yeah. So, anyways, this election thing in Wisconsin, I mean, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but he just said it was just, it was just mind-boggling. Every, everything, he just... You know, he knew there was problems, but he had no idea as he began to dig into this how bad it was. Yay. Are you going to enlighten us? That's what I'm asking. Do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. So Mark Zuckerberg pumped in $330 million into this election to go in and do what he was saying was COVID to, to make sure that because of COVID, everybody could vote and get all the vote out in spite of COVID and all this. And he said what he Which found— Which is being referred to at this point as Zuckerbucks. Right. If you haven't—if you've have, if you've heard that term, that's what he's talking right. about right now, Zuckerbucks. It was about COVID protection for the 2020 election. Um, what Mark uh, Michael Gableman said actually happened was 1% or maybe less than 1% of it was used actually of co- for COVID issues dealing with the election in Wisconsin in 2020. And the we- rest of it was paid to bring in operators, as he kind of referred to them, from like New York and Chicago uh, to run elections and get a hold of uh, election commissions and all these different things and, and even like produce uh, the voting guides and all this. They were plugged in. One of them was a guy named Eric Pluff, who is, uh, wrote a book called Citizen's Guide to Beating Donald Trump. So this guy's coming is that, in. <laughs> is that the documents where they talked about how basically they just flat out justified their cheating as for a or was that not that one His, where they said like they're what what they call it they they basically they used um their their cheating tactics they named it something like disruption or something like that was that his book or was that something else i don't know i'm not sure i just know that's the name and of the book and they justified just flat out cheating by listing he, how trump was he bad. was the, from my understanding he was the head guy running this operation that was funded by uh zuckerberg so Underneath of him, then, he had these other people. One of them was a guy named Michael Spitzer Rubenstein, who runs something called the Center for Tech and Civil Life, um, He, which is, which is actually run out of Obama's old campaign office in Chicago. So these are the people— It's pe- still Obama's office Yeah, then. I know. These are the people, though, that were end up. They ended up running and organizing. I mean, they they basically pushed aside. Well, the mayors of these cities and other people gave them entrance, and then they just pushed aside the whole apparatus and they ran the elections in in um, Milwaukee, Madison, Green Bay, Kenosha, and Racine, the five largest Democrat centers in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, basically, their voting is said to be like this. You've got it's um, it's Milwaukee and Madison versus everybody else. That's the way their states basically vote. So they had the five largest liberal cities in Wisconsin, and they just took over. And they did some crazy things. They wouldn't, well, like they wouldn't let them purge. Here's some numbers. They wouldn't let them purge voter rolls. Um I had this. There are uh, 4,000 eligible voters in the state of Wisconsin. Four million. Four million. I'm sorry. Four million eligible voters in the state of Wisconsin, but there are seven million on the voter rolls. What? And they actually have that don't that don't add. They up. actually have it legally mandated that you cannot purge names from voter rolls. 
So you mean dead people and yes. people who have moved? Even if you know, I was gonna yes. say, I was gonna say, I ain't no mathematician, but actually, you are. I am, <laughs> and that's not right. And that doesn't. That's not. That doesn't add up. Okay, so this Megan Wolf, who uh, was is the head of the Wisconsin Elections Commission, she was the one responsible for negotiating these electronic registration information center. This called, a program called Eric, where they keep all these. It's it's. It's funded by George Soros, originally it was, to supposedly clean up these voter rolls, but they actually wouldn't let you take any names off. So she uh, is the head of the Electronics, uh, Wisconsin, Electronics Commi- Wisconsin Elections Commission. She's the one that negotiates the contracts with, these er- with the ERIC, this program. That, that, that's, I mean, this is a huge conflict of interest. And so that's how you end up with four million eligible voters, but seven million names on the voter rolls. Oh yeah, I see you have here also. Um, Wisconsin is the place we've talked about before with the nursing homes. Yes, that was the place where they just—if that is textbook ballot harvesting. If you have, if, if ballot harvesting, that's means they anything. Have a system and it's good. They have a system and. They're really good at it because well, with 91 nursing homes, 95% of 95% voter turnout from p- people who so, aren't even lucid. Yes. And in Racine and Dane County, 100% of the nursing home residents voted. Okay. There is not any, you can't sh- striate the population in any way to get 100%. In any category, there's a That's couple towns crazy. in U.S. that have like 17 that people one, in them. There's five Maybe. people in the the first. Maybe you can get 100. percent Yeah. They interviewed, but it's this whole big deal where everybody comes out. They interviewed a family with their great 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 whatever. She was 104 years old, and their family sitting around her. She voted, and they're going. There's say, no way she, she voted. Doesn't even know who I am. Yeah, she made Joe Biden <laughs> look like an 18 year old. I mean, she didn't do anything. She just sat there with her mouth hanging open, staring into space. Wait, I think you need to pick a different age because 18, he is kind of, they're 18 year olds are idiots, but they think they know everything. He was, uh, she made Joe Biden look young and spry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Who do you think she voted for? (laughs) 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 That was a good one, Kate. She wrote in uh, the Green Party. Uh, oh, she wrote. She, you can go in. She wrote in like some someone from like. She wrote in uh, the wheelchair she, guy FDR. Yeah, it was like somebody from yeah. Somebody from her prime. She voted for. Uh, you can you can actually go and you can read all this information on at the WI election. The wheelchair review. guy. You called FDR the wheelchair well, guy. That's what he is to me. He's worse than that. You know what? That's actually a nice way to classify FDR because he's. Te- sure, I could describe him. Worse, I could describe him in way worse ways. That's and, kind you of mean me. the guy that caused the depression? Anyways, wielectionreview.org. WI for like Wisconsin. wielectionreview.org. We'll so there's your. I mean, I, I don't know what the other states are doing, but the elect, but the Wisconsin one. Um, I'm just curious to see what comes out of it, and then what other states do in response to seeing what they've found. So when you talk about all this, do they have, I mean, do they, does Wisconsin have legislation in place to fix the voter rolls? Do they have anything? Because, I mean, there's no. other states that have 
that have uh, election integrity bills. Not yet. I mean, they're trying to work on these. He's making recommendations. They've not acted on any of them yet. And he has sent out Matt. He has been given subpoena power. He subpoenaed a lot of people and they just won't even talk to him. They won't talk to him. Just he said. So they just won't talk to him. And, and Zuckerberg has pumped another 70 million dollars into Wisconsin to set up a legal defense fund so that he can fight back and these to keep these people from having to speak to him. How? How is that dude not in prison for, well, never mind. Well, this is the world that we live in where um, you have what, and this isn't specifically ESG, but this is the government corporate, you know, effort to work together to do things via these corporations and technology and, and, and the like that they would not be able to accomplish legislatively. So... For example, the, all the ESG stuff, the ec, what is it, economic, social, and governance, to score you, this is like they do in China, to score you, you have to get a certain social score or else you they take away privileges. You can't do these things legislatively. We would never allow our government to do these things. So they, they're doing it via corporations. Um, that's just not the way our system was designed to operate. I mainly meant for like contributions in kind. How how is how are the big tech places not in trouble for? I thought that was a thing that you had to take into account for like that's a campaign finance violation, isn't it? I, I would think, but the I think that because they said because the money look the money was given to for COVID because of COVID it wasn't yeah, right. it wasn't supposed to in, deal with the election specifically. Um, but obviously, 99% of it was used that way. Um, not only that, these counties, um, they this wasn't like a thing where it was a grant and all the counties and cities and you know municipalities in Wisconsin could apply for the money. They gave you the money and said, this is how it's to be used. And if you don't do with it what we tell you to, they took the money back. Now, that's, well, that's where I think you that's where I think you would really get into finding, you know, election finance problem uh, this has to be equally available to everybody with no strings attached or else i don't know how you can say that it's not you know basically bribing people so yeah, everybody remember that this is allowed and he gets in no trouble for this i mean all the all the tech platforms that squash you know conservative uh advertisements and political campaigns because they're hateful and then they give away other political campaigns for free that's a contribution in kind or promote them, or or even promote them. And Dinesh D'Souza went to prison, yeah, for con- contributing yeah. to a friend's campaign. It's crazy. You're right. Double standard. It's not. It's not hypocrisy. It's just the way the system's built. And without a very very uh, significant change in the people that are um, elected to serve in Washington, I don't know how this changes. Because the, 2022 is a big deal. The same reason these five counties and cities, they took this money because no politician, when, they, when they're being told, well, your county could get $20 million if you'll just do from us, if you'll just run this the way we tell you to, they're going to take it. They're going to take it. Isn't ESG the stuff in Chinese food? <laughs> MSG. Oh. Well, they're both from China. There's a. We were on Seinfeld last week. There's a, there's a uh, 
a line in a, a Seinfeld where they're ordering Chinese food and Kramer goes, I want mine with ex- extra MSG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that'd be funny that there's that'd be, MSG. That'd be funny I don't know, there's actually do... MSG in it in, in China. It's not in the food. It's American Chinese food. Well, that'd be funny, though, if like uh, you took Kramer and like photoshopped some politician's face on it and said, I want mine with extra ESG. <laughs> did you guys, speaking of Photoshop, did you see where uh, the Today Show photoshopped Leah Thomas's picture to make, make him not. more feminine? And what do you mean? How did they feminize him? It's, it's like a filter. If you look at it, it's like a filter. Um, An Instagram filter? Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> well, no, not with little ears and a star on your nose. Um, it's It takes away like some definition in shoulder muscle, uh, oh. took away wrinkles in his neck, and just softened his face. I can send you. And the... got rid of the bulge. <laughs> Going back to the tucking comment. Um, yeah, he's great at tucking. He could have passed that test. Uh, I like the and one. He's a, he's, and he's a woman. I like the the one I he could have. I could have broken more records, except my left nut came out of my suit and it was painful. <laughs> oh, that is totally softened. Yeah, did you see it? I, yeah. I don't know which one you're talking about. That's is that the Aquaman that you sent us? No, it's no. No, that it's a photo of him in the pool, and his oh. face and sh- yeah. There's just no lines. Look, Everything's taken right. out. Everything's softened. Yeah. If now let me ask you this: If he's really female, then why do they need to soften him and make him look female? He's real butch. This side by side. It's not good. And after it's the not good for clicks. Hilarious. I'm going to include a Breitbart story that has tweets of the side-by-side original image and the Photoshopped image. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the stories. The real question is, though, which one is Photoshopped? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you assume that some crazy conservative didn't just you know what? Photoshop her to I'll be more to manly? Discretion. I'll tell you one of the, the best things. Uh, the, have you guys, if you want to look something up, is some really good video. Have you looked up? Have you seen this where um, the EU Parliament was meeting? Yeah, and they just woman. ripped Justin Trudeau. More than one of them. Yeah, but the uh, but the German woman was awesome. Yeah, she was like, and, yeah, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, I can't remember who the other guy was. I heard another some bald dude. Yeah, what, like Bulgaria or something. Is where he was from. Anyway, I don't remember. they ripped him to shreds. Um, the woman from Germany said that he shouldn't even be here. Yep. Are they in? I mean, they're obviously not in the EU. They're not European. What's, she what called was he him there a for? dictator. Yeah, she did call him a dictator. Well, what else would you say? Yeah. It's. That's pretty sad when uh, the Europeans are leading the example for freedom. Yeah. That's and calling true. out communism in the world, especially at the EU of all places. That's even worse. Like, if it happened in some other, like, actual country's parliament, you know, that's one thing. But the EU? Yeah. That's, they're the last. They I are to, the new I, world order. I had to go back and check to make sure it really was the EU, because when I heard that, I was I was shocked. Well, I figured, it ha- I heard originally that it was, someone said it was the British parliament, and then they played a, a guy's voice and had to translate it and it was in a different language and I thought to myself that's not right that can't be 
Yeah. Don't they speak English? You know, I haven't been keeping up so much on the war in Ukraine this week because I'm just I, I just think both sides. I mean, obviously, Putin's the bad guy here, but it's also corrupt. Um, I've come to the conclusion, I guess, in a general terms that Ukraine has basically just served for um, the elite and swampy people in Washington, just kind of just their absolute, I don't know even what to call it, petri dish of whatever they want to do um, socially and financially. Um, it's been it's it's it is a battered and abused spouse of the West. I feel obviously bad, horrible for the people who have been displaced, regular people whose lives have been completely destroyed. But Russia's the bad guy. The Ukrainian government is not is not innocent. And we are also Oh, we are very complicit. Like I said, we've used we've used them. It's again one of those things like I was describing with the cities and counties in Wisconsin. We we throw a bunch of money their way. And to get them to do what we want them to do, and they're not going to turn down the billions of dollars that we, you know, that we offer them, um, because they they have hard lives, man. I mean, they're trying to get ahead, and then we, but then we use that to just basically jerk them around and do whatever we want with them or to them, or it's just. It, this goes back to you know such a foundational principle that this constitution, this this form of government that we have, will only work if you have religious and moral people running it, and we don't. Well, I'm ready to let off some of this frustration by playing a bunch of shoot 'em up video games with some teens and tweens tonight. What are tweens? The tween, in between, they call them. In between what? So like in between what? Like the middle schoolers who aren't teenagers yet. So like 12, yet. 11, and 12-year-olds? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go. Isn't that called adolescence? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go, and I bought Callie her own yo-yo, and we have to measure the string for her length. Hey, I did that over-the-arm thing today. A couple times, and 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 a couple times, I got it to actually almost like work back up to my hand. What about a lot of that a- up on the toes business? <laughs> up on the toes, yeah, I thought about you. <laughs> it's a Brian Regan, our favorite comedian <laughs> reference. But uh, up hey, on the toes. If you uh, if you take a video, maybe we can tweet it out. Yeah, concussion protocol we- will be will be in concussion <laughs> protocol in thirty minutes from now because he got her one of those. She wanted one that was the cool colors, but the one she wanted was metal. It metal. It's metal. Oh my gosh, she's gonna knock somebody out with it. Well, if we can get it to yo, if well, we can get it to where she can yo, it, we will definitely video and it and keep keep standing up so that he can't. Oh, I meant you doing the over the oh over the arm, arm thing. business. Over the arm. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go get another yo-yo. I'm gonna have to upgrade my yo-yo though because this one is so sensitive that you can't even like walk the dog. Make as fun soon, of it at all. As soon as it you cries start to, every time, it's too sensitive. It's so sensitive. When you start to walk with it on like walking the dog, it just jumps back up to you. So it's like where. Well, you could. Hurt my feelings. Take out the put the other axle in, but then you have to be really good and know how. That's to a leap from being. Get it back but on that's the yeah, that's a leap from yeah, being a like beginner a, to an expert. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I I don't want to have to do a bind every single time to get it to return up to my hand. Yeah, I don't even know how to go about. The, there's videos that shows you how to bind. Stick your finger in of your other hand yeah. in here and. 
Yeah. Wrap it under. Like, I just want to yo it, man. I just want to yo. Yeah. yeah, leave me alone. Let me yo. I just want to yo, yo. Let me yo, yo. And let yo, me I just want to yo. I had to go to my dog. I had to go to 4K tire store today, and I actually yo-yoed while I was in the lobby just waiting on my car to get done. Was there anyone else in there? What did they say? Uh, yeah, there were a few, a couple people. Nobody. They just ignored is that me. Where you did, you, is like... that where you did your over the business? It was. <laughs> What'd they say? Did anyone no, see? Nobody, nobody seemed to care. What the heck? So you're learning tricks and you're going to carry it around, kind of like when I first learned to solve a Rubik's I'm going to actually, and then I would just yes. take it with me places and solve it in public and see if people would yes. comment. I'm going to, and then mom also made me like take it around and show, like it was her trick. Look what, look what Cassidy can do. Look what I, I'm going to want to go to the mall with mom once I get really rocking on the yo-yo. I don't know if you get too crazy with those tricks, you're going to have mall security cops telling you to cool I'll it. What do you think? All I'll the, use the yo-yo as a weapon. They used to yell at me on my heelys. What do you think they thought in 4K? Like there's a 60, there's like a 62 year old man playing with a yo-yo in the lobby. Well, everybody <laughs> tells me I don't look 62. And he so. has a gun. Well, they don't know that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're flinging your arm around, you might be, you might be showing a little bit. There's an armed man. I'm not even scared of the gun, but he's Especially gonna hit. He's gonna kill somebody with this metal yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I assume he has a license for the gun, but I don't know about the yo-yo. You know, a yo. You know, would be a great yo-yo, one that's shaped, uh, that's shaped like a throwing star. No, it wouldn't. Yep. Yeah, no, <laughs> that would that would cut your hand no, off. No, not if it was a non-responsive, because it wouldn't just yo okay, back up to your hand all the time. Then you could just tie a fishing line to a throwing star and huck it at people and then just <laughs> yank it back. I mean, what's the difference? It doesn't need to be a yo-yo. Yeah, I guess you have to get some kind of protective glove. And at that point, why yank it back? Chain why not mail? just my Kevlar, get like Let me put on my Kevlar stars. glove so I can yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, so I can play with my yo-yo. Everybody stand back at least 50 feet. I just want somebody to walk up to me and go, nice looking weeping. <laughs> it is a weeping. A weeping. Nice looking weeping. I will say I like when it when you throw it real hard and because it is so sensitive, it comes when it comes back real real fast. It'll crack your knuckles and it is not fun. But it's no pain, no gain. You can't practice no good tricks if you don't throw the yo-yo. I actually saw an X-ray of somebody's hand who had been yo-yoing for like ten years. Where on YouTube? What were you? That is Gretchen oh, like, Grundler level dedication <laughs> to yo-yoing, without a doubt. Wow, a Don't you Gretchen guys ever talk about Grundler yo-yo? Reference. We showed Callie the Gretchen Grundler episode. Yeah, we watched it. We watched it while we played with yo-yos. She's walking a whole pack of dogs. I forgot that she yo-yos. Oh, it's I... great. And uh, and the yo-yo master that I just think of her when she goes. I just think of her in the kindergartners. Okay, let episode. me just tell you the something. Rain. In Spain. The yo-yo master who teaches her, his voice is Brian Doyle Murphy, Eddie Murphy's brother. No, 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 no. Yes, not it Eddie is. Murphy. No, no, not Eddie. Um, what am I saying? Yeah, what are Bill, you saying? Bill, Bill Murray. Bill, Ed, Bill, Bill Murray's, Murray's brother, brother. Brian Doyle Murray. It's it's Bill Murray's brother. <laughs> He's the guy. The, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I just want to just hear like the donkey from Shrek. Okay, you can. You can that's the <laughs> part you can delete and Gretchen. put in the right. <laughs> We're no. making waffles. <laughs> no, the guy that that runs the Caddy Shack on Caddy Shack, that's Brian Doyle Murray. That's whose voice. That's Bill's. Mur- it's the, it's, it's the guy that handles the Groundhog on Groundhog Day. That's whose <laughs> voice that is. 
Oh, the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody go watch Recess if you don't know who Gretchen Grunler is. Yeah, by the way, the show we're talking about is yeah. Recess. And also, <laughs> I would like to point out something else. Anybody who, uh, who listens to this who knows what Recess is, you're cool. But if you also know what Hogan's Heroes is, you're cooler. But you probably never noticed that Recess is just a cartoon kid version 100%. of Hogan's Heroes. Listen to both the theme songs. Think about like the super strict, um, uh, the stupid principal is definitely Clink. Uh, Clink. And think about like the really strict teacher that is in charge of Recess. And they have like razor wire fences around the playground. It's a kid's version of Hogan's Heroes. And they even did. Didn't they basically have an episode where they, they did an episode where like yeah. his grandpa was telling it's him a story up. and it flashed yes. back to like his time in a it's when they're in the old camp. people it's when they go to the retirement home or whatever, yeah that's and they're right like talking yeah and they all meet the older versions of themselves and it does a they're basically older versions of themselves and yes. tj's basically the guy tells like a hogan's hero story yes it's totally yeah. whoever wrote that kid show hogan's heroes was the inspiration and i ne- one day i was just listening to the theme song and i thought to myself that's hogan's heroes and I just listened to them both, and the way the drum comes in, da 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 bum just the snare, it's the same. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs>